like you can hear our voice right now yeah and I can't interpret like you could be saying something really sweet but it could be like three words and I could take it as like <laughs> whoa that's aggressive like <laughs> I love you <laughs> another episode of Dear Men, fan favorite, Girl Talk. Girl Talk! (laughs) Oh my god, poor Colin, that was going to be so loud. Um, Okay, so today we are talking about communication, but we're talking about styles of communication, methods of communication, meaning like texting, calling, FaceTime, etc. Not so much what is said, but how it's shared and said. Um, in a relationship or when you're dating. Um, so we'll just start briefly going around sharing our names, our ages and relationship status. Um, and, uh, I'm glad that we have a diversity of relationship status. Cause I feel like this is one of those topics where it sort of depends on whether you're like just starting to see someone or you're like in with someone, you know? Yeah. Okay. Who wants to start? Are you looking at me? Okay. I'm looking at you. <laughs> um, my name's Dawn. I'm 29, eager to be 30, and um, I'm in a, oh, I'm engaged. <laughs> I'm Z. I'm in my mid-30s, and I am dating somebody. Oh, yeah. Let's do the scale of zero to married. So zero is, like, so super single, and, and 10 is, like, so super married. So like, super married. Super monogamously married. No, no play parties. Just, like, married, married. What would you say you are? No play parties? <laughs> That's a whole different scale. Nine. <laughs> um, three. Three. Okay. Hey, y'all. Okay, this is Nancy. I am 25. I'm single AF, and it's looking like a negative five. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm Mel. I am mid-30s, and I would say I'm pretty single. I'm like a two. I'm like a two. I feel like I was a four, and now I'm a two. Oh, damn. (laughs) Yeah, lots of movement. Okay, so, um, yeah, so something I've noticed in dating and relationships is that, for example, some people really like to get to know each other via text. I am one of those people. I am a writer. Mm. I really like texting. I am also generally doing lots of things in my life, so I like texting a lot. But some people really don't like to text, and they would prefer to talk on the phone. Uh, Nancy Fancy is raising her hand. So I kind of want to start just by going around um, and hearing from each of each of us. On in the dating phase, like in the initial, you're meeting someone, you're getting to know them dating phase, not yet in a committed relationship. What is your preferred like method of communication? How do you like to receive communication from, from the guy? <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I'll go. <laughs> uh, in the initial, I think that uh, lately I used to like phone calls and conversations, but it feels a little 
anxiety producing to me lately. I don't know. I think that I have this idea that I'd like to talk to the person that I'm dating at night at the end of their day and just chat for like 10 minutes about your day and about life and about whatnot, because I don't know, I have this idea that you just look at your ceiling and it's like peaceful and you talk about I don't know, stuff in your life. Okay. Uh, stuff. Uh, yeah. Late at okay. night. <laughs> what are you doing while you're Childhood talking about this dreams stuff? Just <laughs> that kind of stuff. No. Um, but I noticed that texting does feel more convenient. And I think that it's also nicer because it feels like if the person wants to, they can stay connected to me and I can stay connected to them for a longer period of time throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Like sending each other a funny meme, sending a text, sending a something. Yeah. Um, and I feel like the person is thinking about me and caring about me when they're texting me throughout the day, mm. not long, crazy messages, but yeah. something that's nice. Yeah. So it sounds like you used to prefer phone calls, but now you prefer texting kind of sort of, I think that I, prefer texting now, it would be nice to talk, but to be honest, I just would rather make a plan and have you see me. Okay. <laughs> I like face to face time and quality spending time with the person. Yeah. So I like the texting and I like the calls, but it's sort of leaning towards when am I going to see you next? And in terms of that, since we're, since you brought it up, the setting up of the date, would you rather do that via text or phone? text usually if it's simple because then it's like, Hey, I'd like to take you out on Friday at eight. Are you free? Great. I'll pick you up. Perfect. Um, if it's a complicated thing, like we want to see a movie, where's the movie theater closest to you? What do you want to see? What's your deal? Where are you going to be before then? Like, just call me, uh-huh. call me and we'll talk about it for literally two minutes and make a plan <laughs> yeah. instead of texting each other 500,000 <laughs> annoying times. <laughs> so if it's something that requires a back and forth, we can do that easily in a couple minutes. Yeah. And I would prefer for you to just call me. Yeah. Um, otherwise texting is great. Okay. Thank you. That reminds me of this meme that says, <laughs> would you rather, would you rather hop on the phone and, and set up a, a meeting in two minutes or exchange 500 emails? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, emails, of course. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. Much more time days. effective. Yeah. Well, since the mic has been passed on to me, <laughs> I... <Someone in. laughs> I'm very traditional in the sense that I would just rather see the person in person, honestly. Even if it's someone I had just met, I'd rather just take out the entire texting, whatever, small talk and just meet you in person. Even if it's, you know, someone I don't know very well, because then that way I waste less of my time. You know what I'm saying? It's a vibe or it's not in person. I can tell if I like you or not. And then well, we can just move on with our lives if, if we if we don't like one another, you know, instead of just... If there's hate. <laughs> if there's a whole lot of hate in your heart. <laughs> I'm beefing. Catch me outside. How about that? That's right. So... That's how Nancy's dates end. Just kidding. Yeah. What about if you're... Actually. What about if you are all... Like, you've, you've established that you like each other, right? Okay. Like, let's say you met in person right. at a coffee shop and, for mm-hmm. example... I would prefer phone calls over texting. I all my friends know this about me. I'm really bad at texting, and it's you it's, are. She is terrible. <laughs> she doesn't return my text message for like two weeks. Yeah, she's bad at responding to texts. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm very good at receiving them. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I just well for me, it's it's really not personal to the people. It's just it's yeah. my thing, right? Where I it, it takes a lot for me to pivot from. IRL to 
my phone yeah. world or my technology, I really have to like get in the mindset that, okay, I need to sit down right now and respond to these 68 texts that I have. Um, <laughs> and you're on technology all day for your job. Exactly. So exactly. That's exactly. I don't even have email on my phone. Um, yeah. So my, I'm, my eyes are basically glued to my work laptop yeah. most of the day. And so I hate technology. I hate being on it and spending time and just sitting there and writing texts or emails or whatever. I'd rather just hop on a phone and talk to you. If my friends know this about me. If you call me, you will reach me. I'll pick up immediately. But if you text me, it know. might take five to eight business days. Wait, can we <laughs> it might take you like a month. Can we talk about how funny this, this is, though, that Don, Don is like, I didn't know that about you. Like, this is why I want to do this episode, yeah. because I think we all sort of assume that other people have the same preferences in terms of method of communication, and they're actually very different. Yeah. Never like, call Mel. Yeah. Ever. I, yeah. Let's, let's, move, on. let's move on to, to Mel. Let's move on to Mel. <laughs> Just take this mic right here. Um, also, I just want to point out, like, it's not about age. It's not about age. Like, Nancy's 25, and yeah. she's like, I want you to call me. Like, I prefer calls. It sounds like texting kind of stresses you out, actually. Yeah. Like, it feel, when you describe it, it feels to me like, like, oh, my God, I have all of these text messages, and it's like work emails. Like, I have to go through and, like, really thoughtfully respond to each yeah. one and, like, put a lot of effort. I, I am much more, like... <laughs> tossing back responses like for me it's not that stressful like tennis. I'm sort of like yeah I'm like oh um yes or no or maybe or whatever it is um but what I will say about that I can relate to about that is I wish there was a way that you could um flag a message as unread oh, God, a text message because yes. you can do that for email and yes. you're like, oh that's right it's still in my inbox right. you can't do that for text somebody messages. create so that please opening text mm-hmm. causes me anxiety mm-hmm. When I don't know what they're going to say, like when they're those ones with the dots, I'm like, ah, because if I don't have time in that moment, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure that I'll remember. Yes. So, um, and also I thought this was interesting to bring into the convo. Jason mentioned this recently that neurologically speaking, texting is inherently stressful. Mm. And the reason is in the real world, IRL, Mm -hmm. um, Every time when you issue a communication, it's you returned. have real time response to it, whether that's the person turning away or casting their eyes down or responding, replying, whatever it is, there's no gap between you issuing a communication and getting some kind of information right. about how the person's <clears throat> receiving it. But in text, you're throwing it out into the ether. Correct. <laughs> there's just nothing. Like it's, you're just waiting, like, which is inherently stressful because human beings want to know where they stand in a tribe. Mm-hmm. Tribal communities, whether it's like dogs in a pack or humans in a tribe, we want to know how we are being received because right. that is part of our safety. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just important to note, like, yeah, there is inherently stressful. Like, texting is stressful. Um, that said... Um, <clears throat> I love texting. I really <laughs> like texting. Love being stressed. I... Um, <laughs> But this is what I would say about it is, um, I'm going to be the third person to say this, I think in this convo, I would much rather meet face to face. Like my priority, if I'm like just starting to get to know someone dating wise, I want to meet up. <laughs> like I want to meet up. Even if we've already met at a coffee shop or whatever, we're, but we're going to go out again. That's like mostly what I want to do. Um, but then in the, in between, I like using text as a way of getting to know someone in particular. I'm remembering a guy that I met 
um, in DC and it was something like we met and then I was getting on a bus to go to New York for a couple days. So we met and then there was this period of separation. Like I had four days away and I remember being on the bus and we were, we were having a whole text convo. Like it was a little more in depth than like, where are you from? But But I remember like, Oh cool. Like I learned a bunch of really interesting things about him And I didn't disturb the people around me. Mm -hmm. So that's a big reason for me why I don't always want to talk on the phone because I don't feel like I can totally express myself, you know, if I know that my roommate can hear me. Like, I'm like, okay, I've got to go put my shoes on and go for a walk if I want to feel fully expressed. So I'd rather text about something, even if it's important, in that kind of circumstance. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of the time I'm like in cafes or I'm co-working with people. I'm like, I don't really want to have a personal conversation about something. I don't want to make the people around me feel uncomfortable. Basically. I don't want to be the, like an oversharer kind of thing. So to <laughs> me, it's sort of like a phone call is like an investment. Like it's, it's an investment of time and energy and I want to be present and focused. So I can't be multitasking. Whereas with uh, texting, I can be like, I'm going to go hang up my laundry and then come back to this text convo. And then I'm going to, you know what I mean? Like I can be doing multiple things. I can be making myself food. Whereas on the phone, it's like, this is a block of time. I am now with you on the phone. Um, so in terms of dating, I like the getting to know you over text. Um, but I also recognize that some people don't. And I prefer, like, let's meet. Like, that's the, like, no, and number one, you know what I mean? Like, number one is let's meet in person. Number two is, like, texting. And probably number three would be phone calls, um, and text her when you want to call her. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I like, I like for people to say, Hey, you know, do you have a minute to talk? But I would say like, that's not totally necessary. Like, especially for my close friends, like you can just call me, but this is, this is, this is the etiquette for calling Mel. This is how not to do it. Hey Mel, how are you doing? How's your day going? It's literally like, Mel, I have something on the counter. Can you grab it for me and read me the top section, please? Yes. Great. Got it. Bye. You don't have to yell though. (laughs) You can just say, Hey, there's something on the counter. Could you grab it for me? I do. I do. I do prefer that. Hello is usually the most pleasantry. It's true. It's funny that you say that because how you feel about texts is exactly why I don't like texting. Like the fact that you said that you can be doing it. Oh, and, and right. Oh. That's exactly why I don't text because I get distracted. I'd mm. rather have that time, that block of time where I can just really focus on you because mm. if I'm quote unquote texting you, I get distracted, you know, like, oh, this email came through, or, oh, this BuzzFeed article (laughs) looks interesting, or... (laughs) Check out this this tweet, though. It's so fire. (laughs) Okay, that's a good point. I appreciate that. Um, Do you want me to do dating, or do you want me to do what's communication? Let's let's stick with dating for now, because we're going to do another round with relationships. Okay. Um, So... Back in the heyday, no. <laughs> you know, texting and internet interactions were just starting. <laughs> That's hilarious. Anyway, <laughs> so when I was dating, I think I leaned really more towards what Nancy's talking to. Um, I I would have been floored if a guy called me though, because it was the texting, and I really like get so annoyed because I. Yeah, the whole, like, I'm, like, right on top of my phone. Like, it feels important, especially if I like you. So I'm going to, like, text you right back. And if you don't do the same for me, then I'm like, uh, am I too much in this? And then my whole brain goes instead of just, like, 
talking it out and then obviously meeting. But if we're in the process, like, yeah, if we're already like dating, like, um, I would prefer a phone call because my attention goes there and I tend to do, I think this is funny. I'm finding out something about you because I tend to do exactly what Nancy does and I do it less frequently, but sometimes I'll see a message. I'll like experience the message. I'll telepathically communicate an answer. (laughs) I thought actually write it and send that message. (laughs) And so if I get a phone call, like I have a couple of friends, like when I get a phone call, it lights me up and I'm like, Oh my God, like life is great. And when I get a text, I'm like, I have to remember to respond to this. Thing, mm-hmm. yeah, that's so interesting. But I will say, um, you know, just more and not. I I prefer communication always. So, like, I guess in my partnership, um, and even when we're dating, he works really long hours. Like, we live together, and I cannot see him, mm-hmm. and so if texting's what I'm getting, like I would prefer texting over no communication mm-hmm. over silence. Yeah. Like that would drive me bananas. <laughs> <Or silence. laughs> yeah. Fair, fair. Yeah. That's fair. And, and there's something else I just want to say, like I I'm remembering a time I was seeing a guy and I think we'd been on one date. I really, I think we had been on one date. Um, this was the hot shaman. Do you remember the hot shaman? Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah I do. I set that shit up. <laughs> So Don set me up with a hot shaman. Um, As I'm getting like shaman work, I'm like, you should, you really need to date my friend. <laughs> I know I'm working on my spiritual path, but you should totally have sex with my friend. <laughs> so I think we had been on one date and I remember, um, I guess what I'm noticing in this is for me, picking up a phone call or not is all about what I am doing in that moment. So if I'm doing something or I'm busy, I perceive it as an annoyance. But if I'm not busy, I perceive it as sweet. So, for example, I was seeing this guy. I had been on one date. And I think we were text. No, I think we weren't texting. He just called me. Like, he just called me. It was like we'd had a date on, like, Tuesday. And on Thursday, I, like, vividly remember this. Like, I remember the cafe where I was, like, when I got this call. Because I was so <laughs> impacted. I thought it was so romantic. I was like, oh, my God, he's calling me? He's calling me? And it was even, it was cute because he called, I picked up, and we chatted. And after, like, five minutes, I was like, oh, I think he just called to chat. Yeah. I think he wasn't like calling to set up another date or anything. Like eventually we got to that, but I was like, that is so cute. Like he just called me to talk to me. This is what people (laughs) used to do before text messaging. (laughs) That's why I wanted to do this episode because I do think there's something that makes a man stand out when he calls the woman. Mm -hmm. Like because it's so rare these days, I think it does like, show for me I'm like whoa he called me like that's like level 10 you know what I mean I'm like whoa so I think it gives a pretty clear signal to me of a man's interest um and I don't necessarily want to stay on the phone for very long so it's not it doesn't have to be paired but I do I do think there's something to like holy shit he called you like (laughs) that's next level he wants the V wants to get to know you <laughs> oh that's and really good because, because he likes you okay so um yeah so now i want to shift a can i just say one oh, thing yeah, sure. about um so the thing that like what i love about communication is there's like what i don't like about texting is i can't interpret like 
voice. Like you can hear our voice right now yeah. and I can't interpret, like you could be saying something really sweet, but it could be like three words and I could take it as like, <laughs> whoa, that's aggressive. Like, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> uh, or like, uh, or like, yeah. So like, I mean the bit emoji and all the like things we do now to like show expression is really great. And I really get joy out of that. But I also do that little thing um, the microphone. I'm glad you brought that up because I've had multiple experiences of like, wow, it's really different to hear this it person's is. voice. It is. Even yeah. if it's just a 30 second one. Like, yeah, I like. So I've been really that. like into those and that's, and I like receiving those. And I specifically with one friend, our friend Ashley, like we do a lot of voice memos. I kind of get bothered because I can't like work a phone and they're like 10 second things. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning how to be on the phone. <laughs> I used to have a flip phone guys very recently. Um, so I guess I'm just saying like, I like the like voice, anything voice white and there's Voxer for uh-huh. those, but I it's like another thing like WhatsApp, like Slack, like it's just too much for me. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't know about Voxer, Don's referring to an app where you can leave longer voice. It's basically voice memos, but it's more convenient because you can fast forward, you can rewind, you can re-listen. You don't have to press the keep thing or it'll disappear. It's a really good way of keeping in touch with people, especially if you're across time zones. Mm-hmm. Like my East Coast friends who go to sleep early, I'm like, I'm never going to, we're never going to talk yeah. on the phone. We're just it's not going to be happen. friends anymore ever. So anyways, yeah, I really like <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, I briefly want to hear about how this changes for you guys when you are in a relationship. So now you're dating someone. Mm, it can be exclusive or not, but if it's not exclusive, like you're, you're, you're dating this person. This is like now the person that you're putting attention on most of the time and vice versa. How does that change the communication style that you want? If at all. Um, for me, I, I actually do like phone calls, but I think that it's similar to you during the day I'm doing stuff. So I have one, I have two friends that when they call, I will pick up. I have one of my best friends that I talk to her every single day on the phone, multiple times a day. And she's the only person that when I see on my phone, I will always pick up for, unless I'm in the middle of doing something really important. Everyone else, it depends on what I'm doing. If I'm in the middle of doing stuff, sometimes their call gets declined and I'll call them back later. Um, but I noticed that since I'm an introvert, I only like to talk to people when I'm really close to them on the phone. Um, so that for me is like that investment time that you were talking about, like that quality time where this is what I'm doing now. I'm on the phone with you. I'm not multitasking. I'm not doing anything. So time is important. Um, I do like talking on the phone, but I think that, like I said, I would prefer it in the evening when I'm more relaxed and when we can talk about stuff in life and I don't know, just silly stuff during the day. I'm busy. Mm-hmm. Not silly stuff. Phone like that. Says, hey. <laughs> wanting to make this sexual. <laughs> Why not? Negative five, people. Negative five. <laughs> I need some excitement in my life. <laughs> this is the most excitement I get. Okay, what about you now? When I am in, I guess, more serious relationship, is that the question? I, then I expect you to email me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's funny because it's true. My ex-boyfriend and I always emailed one another. Really? Yeah. But you were both writers too, so right. that makes sense. Tur. What a date What an experience. So you would write each other like love letters. I mean, yeah, I guess, but it'd also be about our day, what we did, and, where and our just thoughts to clarify, were. You, you lived in the same city. 
This is not long distance. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you live together? Are you writing no. to their emails? Okay. No. <laughs> I would just sit next to him and just write him yeah. emails, and I wouldn't talk to him. We would just communicate via. That's great. This is like a sci-fi episode, guys. No, but that's really interesting. I feel like that's pretty rare. Yeah. Like, that seems like pretty, pretty rare. Do you think, do you think it did have to do with the fact that you're both writers? Yes. Yeah. Sometimes I, which is good and bad, right? Sometimes I felt as though the, the best way I communicated with him or Uh like what I was able to express myself and portray my thoughts was via writing mm-hmm. to him yeah yeah this that <clears throat> I want to jump in here because I think that brings up a good point I've noticed multiple times that with certain men I feel like they felt more free to express themselves in a vulnerable way over text mm-hmm. this happened to me twice but I'm thinking of one particular ex-boyfriend like if something would happen we'd have a discussion or something and then he would text me like longer messages about how he was feeling and I was like oh I don't think he's at the level yet where he feels like he can share this in person it's like a little too intense for him Mm -hmm. but he could share it in writing so I think that's something interesting to note and I wonder like I don't know on a bigger scale like is that I doubt that was like only that one guy that I like interacted with but I wonder if that's like there are a lot of people that are like you, mm-hmm. like where there's something about writing it out where you're not face to face. There's not all of that like adrenaline or worry about how the other person's going to perceive it. There's just like, here's how I actually feel yeah. that can be, I don't know, more vulnerable in a way. Did you follow it up with face to face conversations about things? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it was like an intro thing. Kind of. Exactly. Yeah. We did not, we didn't just act like it didn't happen. <laughs> go on with our lives yeah Um, I would say uh part of the reason I'm realizing through this conversation part of the reason I don't love to talk on the phone with people I'm just starting to date is that I feel like there are a lot of things in my life that I don't feel like catching you up on like either you know about them already or you don't, mm. but it's like, I don't know, like coming in in the middle of like a TV series or I'm like, ugh. in order for me to like explain this thing that I'm doing, like I have to explain all of this other stuff. <laughs> and like, I don't really want to do that on the phone. I'm happy to do it in person or like have an actual like exchange about it. What's different about it on the phone? I don't know. It just feels like somehow more distant or something. I don't uh, know. Exactly. Do you like FaceTime or Skype or any of those? Mm. So here's what I would say that where I was going with that was I don't really like the phone thing when I'm dating first starting to date someone. But once I'm dating someone, like they are in now in my life, they know the important things. They know what's happening with my family. They know what's happening with my work. Then I like to connect with them because I don't have to catch them up. I'm, you know, we're on the same episode of the TV series of my life Mm -hmm. and um, (laughs) TV series of my life. um, Yeah. But yeah, so I would say then I I do like to stay connected, um, but even then I much prefer in person. Like I don't want to FaceTime every night. No, like I want to see you, mm. you know, on Wednesday. Like I don't want to. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Say so that's not me. possible. Say you're, I mean, dating someone long distance. Would you prefer to text them throughout the day, or would you rather not text them much throughout the day and have a twenty to thirty minute conversation via FaceTime at night? That's a really good question. It's been a really long time since I was in a long distance relationship and it was a bad relationship. Uh, so it's hard for me to gauge. 
but I actually think I feel closer with texts throughout the day. Like mm-hmm. Z was saying, okay. I feel closer when I have more like regular contact over the course of the day than mm-hmm. necessarily like FaceTime at night. Right. That could change if I was actually in, mm-hmm. you know, a relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm going to blow your guys' mind. <laughs> <laughs> I want communication all the when time. When I'm in a relationship, <laughs> I don't want any communication. Don't talk to me. No. Basically, she wants you to FaceTime you from your phone and be texting from your computer yes, yes, and slacking yes. me at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and when I'm in a relationship, poor, poor, poor my partner. <laughs> I really had to educate him. <laughs> um, so my partner, I'll say for him, is like... he. You know, if he could have it his way, he would not be texting me. And he, well, he doesn't like texting. No, he doesn't he like texting. It. He hates it. He wants the Same. FaceTime or the Skype. Um, he wants FaceTime. Like the FaceTime and the Skype. He like wants the, the FaceTime and the Skype. <laughs> the Google. Uh, he wants like that, in, that interaction. But the, the truth of the matter is, is there's like times when I'm going away f- for a weekend for school or when we're going to be away now or when he works again, like he works those film hours. And so that's just not like a possible thing to happen. Um, he doesn't even like the phone conversations. Like he needs like presence. Mm. Um, and so, but I've really had to like change that because I'm more like Mel where I need constant communication throughout the day. Uh, especially when we're like away from each other because of that. Like, I feel like when we don't do that and he's been away, like we've had We've now, it's been a really long time since our, like, last fight, like, I don't know, like, our last fight about this was, like, a year ago, because I've now, he's, like, finally gotten my point of view about this, is that I feel like I meet up with him again, and it's, like, I have to get to know this person again, because we didn't, like, talk for three days, and, like, mm-hmm. our interaction was, like, this FaceTime, but it was, like, a five, ten-minute FaceTime, and then we went to bed, like, I feel like you missed, like, three days, a lot happens in my world and a lot happens in his world. So I feel like we've missed a lot mm-hmm. instead of just like texting about it saying, uh, you know what we're doing now, which is like, he's at work and he met a director. He really liked and walked up to him. And like, that feels better because I'm like, Oh, I know your world. And we don't have to start from the beginning again. Yeah. Um, and so I need constant communication and I prefer that whatever form that can be, is my preference mm. in a relationship because mm-hmm. um, that's how I stay connected. And I feel like I really get disconnected when there's just like the silence causes me anxiety. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a fair point for a lot of people. That's fascinating because I don't feel that way. I actually like the ambiguity of kind of having some, like space space. And probably feels that way too. <laughs> too bad for him. <laughs> I love too bad my partner. <laughs> I think it's actually exciting to get to know someone. Oh, like if I haven't talked to them in the last, three, you know, my partner in the last three days, getting to hear about mm. all the exciting things. Mm. So wait, you would be okay with if you were in a relationship, not necessarily communicating with your partner for three days if you're on a trip, and then coming back and yeah. feeling really, yeah. But then you would have to set that space. Like, that's the thing that doesn't happen. It's like comes back and like, this is how it's happened in our relationship is come back and just like, my trip was good. And I'm like, you gotta give me more than that. You gotta give me more than that. Keep going. That was sentence one. (laughs) 
like that doesn't happen. And so that's why I've decided mm. that that's not okay. going to work for me. Okay, so I have a question for you then, Nancy. Are you secure in this relationship then? Because I know that a lot yeah. of people, if they don't hear from their partner, they get insecure about, you know, we all have past experiences of shit happening in relationships. Right. Like, is there a security that you're just like, oh, they're doing their thing and right. I'm totally doing my thing and it's completely okay for you. Right. I mean, that's the ideal situation. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I, I can, I think speak to that a little bit. I've been, I've been in relationships where I feel secure with the guy. Like, I'm like, this guy likes me. Like he's, he, he's with me. I don't need to worry about what he's doing. And then, and then it doesn't matter to me so much if like, I haven't heard from him in a day and a half. Whereas I've been in other relationships where I don't feel secure about the connection. I don't really know what's going on. And then, you know, I could not be here from him for six hours and be like, huh, (laughs) what's happening (laughs) yeah so I definitely feel like for me the security piece is about our connection and how Mm. much I feel him like wanting to be with me and come toward me Mm -hmm. rather than like the specificity of like the communication you know Right. Yeah. And I want to say, like, I'm really secure with my partner. So, yeah. <laughs> so like, really, like, love him and know that he loves me. Yeah. It's more about that feeling of, like, the disconnection and feeling energetically like I have to start all over again if we haven't, like, I mean, we go, like, we do go a significant amount of hours. I would say we definitely don't go a day and I would never want to go a day just because we're, I don't know, we're in the partnership (laughs) and I think that's a good um sort of segue into this I believe this needs to be talked about more like Mm -hmm. how we communicate with each other even in like just the beginning stages of dating like I do think that we assume that other people are like us and I really don't think that's true like if there's something that you're your man is saying about like, I need to see your face. There's something for me about seeing your face mm-hmm. that really like is meaningful. Like, you know, we talk about compromise a lot in relationships, but I feel like the concept kind of gets lost of, of like, there's all of these like adages about compromise is it shouldn't be part of a relationship because you shouldn't sacrifice part of you to be with this other person. But I think this is a good example of compromise is a good idea. Yeah. If your partner is saying, I, I need to see your face. Like it's important. Then like, it's a good idea to make space. For yeah. that. And like, even if it's not convenient to make a, you know, 10 minutes for a FaceTime call and for him to meet you halfway too and text you more and not like all the time. Exactly. And it sounds like that's smoothed things out of like, I'm going to come halfway and you're going to come halfway because I want you to feel cared about. And I want yeah. you to feel you know, connected to me throughout the experience instead of like, I was gone for 72 hours and now like, hi, I'm back. And you're like, I don't, uh, what? Like, I don't. Nouveau who did. Were you in the hospital? <laughs> did you but die did you though? Die though? <laughs> the other like great thing about like, I guess the stuff is like, we take pictures and you know, we're like, we're in a relationship. Like we're pictures, bit emojis, you know, all the gifs, gifs, uh, Snapchat. Like there's all these like fun ways to like see my face, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I think the important part about compromise is that it's important to know why the person likes that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I remember like with one of my exes, I remember we, I slept on the couch and he was super upset about that. And I was like, what the F, you know, like, why is this so upsetting? I'm five feet from the bed, you know, like what, why you mean, instead of sleeping with him? In yeah. The bed, yeah. Like, like I slept on the couch and like, it was this big thing. And I was super pissed. Cause I was like, stop trying to control me. Da, 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 da. And then we had a conversation and I realized it was because, um, one of his, uh, family members, they had separate beds and they weren't connected. And so he was like afraid that if we didn't mm-hmm. sleep in the same bed, it meant we we're going to get divorced. Um, and yeah, <laughs> you noticed my face. Um, but anyways, once I understood that, I was like, oh my God, he's not trying to control me. It was about him feeling, you know, whatever. Disconnected. And, yes. And, and I was like, oh, that's easy for me. Now that I feel like it's not about the thing that I was making it about, I'll happily sleep in the bed after I'm finished watching TV. I see. So sometimes you would fall asleep on the couch. Yeah. Is how this was yeah. going. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. Understood. I feel like but I'm like, learning so much about my friends. Right but now. like the, the compromise part, like it's not always about the thing we think it's about. Like, right. Yeah. So I think it's important to know why it's important to that person because yeah. then we're more willing to give that to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think it's a pretty doable, easy convo, easy win when you're just starting to see someone's like, Hey, like, I think it's best to do it in person, but like, Hey, like, do you like texting better than phone calls? Or like, what do you, you know, how do you feel about that? And then you both share Mm -hmm. because I think, again, we're not having that conversation. And then we're having all of these other experiences like that can cause chaos when they don't necessarily need to. Yeah. And I think to say to what you was speaking to is it's good to know why, because I think the why with my partner is what has him keep in constant communication. Mm -hmm. And I'm, gonna be TMI because this is you know about sex and I was like he would come home and he would want to bang and I'd be like whoa we need to like <laughs> reconnect. reconnect and so he realized if we stay in connection he gets laid <laughs> win win I think that's really smart to bring up though because um, the way we talk about it like I feel more connected to you when we FaceTime is a great way of introducing it mm-hmm. versus like why don't you ever FaceTime me? (laughs) Not so great. Like, (laughs) and I think that's what finally changed it. It was like, I feel like I have to start all over again with you and less connected, which means then we can't like merge in the way you want to. Like, I know you want to come home. I want to have sex with you, but I also want to have like, I'm a heart. I need connection first before that. Mm -hmm. And so I think you finally understood before, besides me being like, you need it text me and contact me more. <laughs> There's something wrong with you. More communication. Yeah. Right. It was more like, right. if this moves out and I feel connected to you throughout the days that you're away, I feel much safer and more ready to have sex with you right when you get home instead of... Because I'm already nourished in that right. way and I'm already safe right. and I don't win, feel like... Win. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'm starting again, which is just my own feel. Cool. So we're going to start to wrap up. Um, is there any last story or share that you feel like you want to say in terms of this topic? I just want to say that I think it's kind of sad sometimes how our society changes because the guy that I'm dating called me the other day and I was driving, but I picked up and my first question to him was, did you call me on accident? And it made me sad after I realized that because I realized I do like phone calls and I think that I've been a little traumatized by our our society and people not taking the initiative to do that and want to get to know you in a particular way. I kind of thought that was sad. Mm. So if you're a dude or a girl, whatever, who likes to call, like make that known and call people because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that really like connecting in that way. Yeah. Yeah. I would say the big takeaway here is that everybody is different, right? And 
it's okay what you are. There's a lid to every pot, you know, it's okay that you prefer a certain communication style. Just make sure that you find the right lid to your pot, you know, and have those conversations early on so that it's a good fit and you're not trying to fit a round peg into a square hole or the yeah. lid too big or lid too small <laughs> on your pot. So just make sure that that's communicated uh-huh. early on so that you don't run into these sorts of issues later on down the relationship. I mean, I don't know if, you know, look into love languages, right? Figure out mm-hmm. how you receive love, how you give love and make sure that your partner's willing to compromise and meet you where you are and vice versa. Mm-hmm. For the connection. Mm-hmm. My my burning share is you should feel free to call me Don Bear. <laughs> I will pick up the phone for you if I can. <laughs> don't don't yes. I'm sending the text first thing because you're special. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Obviously, this is like been a conversation. Um. What my big takeaway is just how much the. This is important because I actually have learned it about Mel to, you you know, and she's learned my communication style and then also with partnership. And that if you just bring up the conversation of how you're connecting and how you feel nourished is like, that's a great, you know, way to just date someone Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like just start there. And that way you can just figure out that stuff because I'm thinking about a friend right now where I'm imagining maybe his connection style is different than hers Mm -hmm. and there's just like that conversation that needs to happen yeah yeah and I heard strongest of the benefit when you shared Dawn about the fact that you don't have to start over so you're more willing to physically connect to your partner immediately Mm -hmm. which honestly is what both partners actually kind of want and that's not happening yeah so that was like I was like oh yeah, yeah that's and a for good way to me, language it. Like I feel like for Nancy might get turned on if yeah. <laughs> like you know, like her partner did and then it would be like just kind of let's bang this one out. You know, like it's totally different. <laughs> and so I think there's almost it almost feels like a turn on to like connect about how you want to connect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm why I want to do this episode, because I think it's a pretty quick win to just chat with someone. And it's a pretty low stakes thing to be like, Hey, do you prefer texting or calling? Like, where do you come down on that? And then just have a talk about it. Cause I think really interesting things can come out of that and yeah, it can possibly prevent a lot of problems in the future. That wraps up another episode of Dear Men. Thank you for listening. If you want to reach out, we would love to hear from you. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Dear Men Podcast. That's at Dear Men Podcast. Or Facebook, we have a group, Dear Men Podcast. We also have an email address, dearmenpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to join the Big Sexy Dataset, the community of people who regularly respond to the surveys that we talk about on this podcast, just email us at that address, dearmenpodcast at gmail.com, and we will set you up. Have a sexy day.